Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world. Built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.TV. Join the discussion at Ping.TV slash gold. <laughs> oh, folks, I'm <laughs> Oh, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard here on Pain.TV. We are honored to be here for episode five. I'm laughing because I was just coming down the, the stairs into the basement to the studio, and uh, I stand uh, about six foot three inches tall, and I hit my head uh, as I was coming down the stairs, and my wife said to me, oh my God, are you okay? And I turned and I said to her, is the hair okay? That's what's important. It's part of the logo. It's part of the brand. Um, so <laughs> that's the things you have to worry about here at Pain.TV. Is the hair okay? But uh, no, listen, we came off of episodes one, two, three, four, and four. We kind of veered course away from sort of the, the technocracy as far as the AI hive mind neocortex, the nanorobots in your bloodstream goes. And we talked a little bit about frictionless shopping being controlled by Israeli defense and this gig work economy here in the grocery world, Instacart in particular being controlled by investment through CIA or CIA partners. And today, as I promised you, I've been working on a show on Elon Musk and uh, featuring a little bit of Dennis Bushnell, chief scientist at NASA for the last 40 years. And we're going to be focusing on Elon Musk company Neuralink, which is the brain chip that he wants to put inside your head. You heard me correct. It's the brain chip that Elon Musk wants to put inside your head. And as I was doing 18, 20 or so hours of research on this topic, I realize that I'm going to have to break this up into probably two episodes, maybe three. 
And so that's fine. I'm going to sit here and record all this today and get it down and then decide if we have to break it up. But just to explain before we get into this, because it's very in-depth and it's very important, part of what I've been doing over the years and especially the last few weeks as I've been preparing for this show, I've been doing a lot of research, catching myself up on the technocracy. I've been focused a lot on the World Economic Forum and the Fourth Industrial Revolution the last couple of years. But now I had to go back to my research I did years ago on Elon Musk And now the pieces are finally coming together as I've been discussing it here on the show, doing the research. I've been working through all the steps, connecting the dots. And so let me just draw a big picture for you of what these technocratic madmen, these oligarchs, these hackers, these pirates, these criminals, these thieves, these these gutter scum, mad scientists, Dr. Frankensteins and their prophets like Yuval Noah Harari and Ray Kurzweil are aiming for and this is going to be a hard pill to swallow but again i call it the gold pill because i am dustin gold and this is the truth this is the truth and it sounds crazy but trust me i'm doing the research now they could be lying about the capabilities that they have they could be i don't think they are And let me just point this out. We'll show this on another episode. I didn't have time to edit it for today. But let me give you a for instance. So down in Boca Chica, Texas, which is pretty much the furthest southeast point of our southern border with Mexico, Boca Chica, Texas is where Elon Musk's SpaceX is located. And so you drive down this long road, Boca Chica Boulevard, I believe it's called, and that goes all the way out to the beach, a beach um, along the Gulf of Mexico. And if you take a right onto that beach, you can walk down about a half mile, mile, and that is where the Rio Grande River dumps into the Gulf of Mexico. So on the other side of the Rio Grande River, you will see a bunch of Mexicans fishing there, some coming right over the border. There's really no border patrol. And then up along the beach, uh, where you started at, where the road intersected with the beach, is SpaceX. And that is when you're facing the Gulf, that is on the right-hand side. And if you go back about a mile up the road, on the left-hand side, there's another piece of SpaceX. And I was there, uh, I believe it was 2019, 2019, I went there with the host, conservative talk host I used to work with, and we filmed a mini documentary on the border called Border War. And that was my first experience of seeing SpaceX in person, and I really laughed at it. Um, It looked like a high school science experiment with basically paper towel rolls standing at uh, 300 feet high covered in aluminum foil which were supposed to be rockets. There was a couple of big satellites, chain link fencing. It looked like a construction zone, essentially, with some with some tanks and such. And I have video of this. And I have a relative who lives about uh, 20 minutes from there, the way the crow flies, uh, 40 minutes in the car. And they had been sending me video that they personally shot over the last couple of years where Elon was testing rockets out of SpaceX, the rockets that go up in the air and flip around and then come back down and land. 
showing some of them exploding. So for people on Twitter who do not want to believe this is real and want to believe that that is all CGI-created footage, now some of it could be, the moon landing could be, but that stuff is real. So I was back down there in December of last year, 2021, going into January of 2022. I went down there for Christmas with my wife, and we went and saw SpaceX. And oh my God, how things had changed in just a year or two. Now there's a giant wall that wraps around this. Elon has been buying up all of the properties and the cottages inside of this area of Boca Chica. And I have inside information, personal firsthand knowledge, that Elon threatened a lot of the people who live there. He emails them personally. I believe it's actually him because I do believe he manages his Twitter account as opposed to some celebrities who use public relations agents and marketing people to manage their social media accounts, at least in part. I believe Elon Musk is actually the one getting in fights with people on Twitter as he did with Mike Moore of the Thomas Paine podcast when he called him a welfare queen and Elon blocked him, which we will get into a little bit of that in this episode. So Elon emails people personally. He says, I want to buy your home. I want to buy your house. I want to buy your property. People say no. He offers very little money, like $100,000 for a house located in sort of the Bay Area in these swampy marshes. They're little retirement cottages and such. And so as he does eventually get them, and uh, he has a system obviously tied into the government, very similar to an Amber Alert, where you get a text message on your phone when someone's missing. When Elon is going to launch a rocket, you get a text message when you live within that 40, 50 mile radius of SpaceX that will tell you that he's going to launch a rocket. Be careful, your windows might blow up. And so he uses that to threaten people down there. And he's been buying up all the land. And I have video. Once he buys these cottages, they're smaller, 800 square feet, 1,200 square feet, 1,400 square feet. He paints them black. And then they're equipped with the uh, Tesla solar energy and also with the Tesla car chargers. It's really creepy when you drive through there. Uh, all of the houses have the Tesla charger in front of them and a Tesla car in the driveway. And then uh, down the street, he has another area where it's temporary housing for his employees, where they all live in Airstreams, all those aluminum, you know, chrome-looking uh, Airstream RVs. And so he's been battling with the government down there in Boca Chica. And this is reported in the local newspapers. I have not seen it nationally, but I really haven't looked. But when I did last year, when I found out about it, I could not find anything. He's been battling with the local government trying to take over the city. He wants to own it and basically kick everyone out and change the name to Space City. So he's not a very nice guy, as people have come to believe. Elon Musk is a dangerous person, especially in the last several months with the buildup on whether or not he was going to buy Twitter and he was going to come in and he was going to save my free speech. He's going to save free speech. Elon is the savior of free speech. He's a real life Iron Man. He's Tony Stark. And don't think for a minute movies like Marvel are not created 
to build up these superhero trading card heroes, as Mike would call them, so that they could sort of be a parallel to the guys in real life that we see, very similar to Elon Musk and Tony Stark. He's just a cool, hip guy that builds military technology and artificial intelligence with a plan to take over the world and control it as one giant prison planet, but he's nice and he's like Tony Stark. Well, that is not the case, and we will show you that in this episode. What we are going to focus on first is I am going to show you Elon Musk's history in which he supposedly was warning us because he loves us. He was warning us about the dangers of artificial intelligence while at the same time building artificial intelligence. He was warning us about the dangers of the AI hive mind while actively participating in the construction of the AI hive mind. He warns us about the dangers of chips in our heads, yet he actively is architecting and building chips that go in our heads. You see, he is a forked tongue devil. He talks out of both sides of his mouth. But not in front of two different audiences. He will literally sit there and tell you AI is dangerous and we are summoning the demon while at the same time telling you he's building it. He says, well, I tried to talk to a group of governors. I tried to warn Congress. I went and I hung out with Barack Obama and told him. And Obama said to him, let me be clear. Uh, here's the deal. Uh, I love this artificial intelligence. No, he did not say that. But he did go in front of Obama. He says he talked to him. He said, Obama, listen. But no one will listen. No one takes it seriously. So AI is inevitable. And it could destroy humanity. But if I'm in charge of it, then maybe it'll be okay. Maybe humans won't die. But see, at the same time... He paints this picture of the end of the world in less than 25 years. That this entire civilization could collapse because AI is going to be so powerful, it will be smarter, more powerful than humanity. And therefore, civilization could collapse. Yet, he's actively building it. Yet, he's actively promoting it. Yet, he's actively raising investment capital to continue to build it. So, we are going to show you this, prove to you that he is a fork-tongued devil, liar, scumbag, that he is a welfare queen, and then we are going to show you what he said about artificial intelligence. Then we are going to get into the inner workings of Neuralink the brain chip company itself. And then we are actually going to show you, as we did in episode four with Instacart and Customate, the two grocery-related companies, we are going to show you who actually backs Neuralink. Who are the investors in Neuralink? 
I mean, I think it's important if you have a kid that likes to put on a virtual reality or an augmented reality headset and eventually they want to move on to putting a Neuralink brain chip in their head so they can play video games inside their brain as the thousands upon thousands of comments on these YouTube videos clearly appear that there's people waiting for this and they think Musk is a hero. I think it's important for you to understand, one, that the technology is here, two, it's rapidly advancing, and three, that you need to keep your children and grandchildren as far away from this as humanly possible. And you need to understand who's actually funding it. If you're going to put it in your head, wouldn't you like to know who the hell is behind it? Who's putting the money into it? Because that'll tell you by who they are, what their intentions are, and why they're so interested in putting a brain chip inside your head or maybe inside their head. And they're going to get superpowers and we are not. Who knows? I have my theories. But when we come back from this break, I am going to explain to you the architecture of this technocracy and the fourth industrial revolution and where they want to bring it to by 2030 and 2040. And then we are going to take a close look at Elon Musk and begin to analyze him, his intentions, and his doublespeak before we get into Neuralink and the technologies behind Neuralink and then eventually the money men that are funding this Frankenstein technology. I am Dustin Gold, and this is the Dustin Gold Standard. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. We are, we are back from the break. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back from the break. I am Dustin Gold, and this is the Dustin Gold Standard. And we are delving deep into the mind of a madman, Elon Musk. So put on your hazmat suit, folks, because this is going to get dirty. Seriously, this is some crazy, crazy stuff. I want to show you a quick video. It's a cut I made from Joe Rogan's podcast, The Joe Rogan Experience, from 2020. And this is a clip where Rogan asks Musk, after a long discussion about artificial intelligence and Neuralink, the brain chip company, he asks Musk about where he sees this technology going in the next 25 years because Musk had just been explaining that the technology is sort of reaching exponential growth where it's almost doubling in capabilities every year. So let's take a look at this clip and then I'm going to explain to you the architecture of the fourth industrial revolution, the architecture that combines what Ray Kurzweil and Yuval Harari and Elon Musk talk about. We'll lay that out and then we'll go a little further into Musk. We're going to take this a little bit of time. This needs to go slow. It's complex. It's complicated. Some of you love and praise Elon Musk. And I have to deprogram you 
Others have seen stories about him, but haven't gotten the full picture. Trust me, it took me a long time to put all the pieces together and to really understand what this is all about. Let's take a look at this clip from the Joe Rogan experience. When you're alone, if you have free time, I don't know if you have free time, but if you just sit down and think about this iteration, the next, onward, keep going, and you drag it out with improvements along the way, and leaps and bounds and technological innovations, and where do you see it? What are we gonna be? Like when? 20, 25 years from now, what are we gonna be? Well, assuming civilization is still around. Um, it's looking fragile right now. Um, I think we, I think we could have a, in 25 years, probably something, I would think like there could be a whole brain interface. A whole brain interface. Something pretty close to that. Yeah. How does, how do you define, what do you mean by whole brain interface? Um, like almost all the neurons are connected to uh, your, the, the sort of AI extension of yourself. Okay, now, if you're a little bit confused about what he was talking about, don't be. Don't worry. Because we are going to delve deep into what happened before Rogan asked him that question. We are going to be analyzing two long clips today. One from Elon Musk's first appearance on Joe Rogan in 2018, and one from his appearance on Joe Rogan, where that clip came from, from 2020. He has since appeared again in 2021. I watched that when it came out. I need to reanalyze that before we actually work it into a show. But if you saw what he was saying is, one, it was his little fear-mongering that he does that in 25 years... It, well, if civilization is uh, still around, if civilization, civilization is uh, still around, you know, because he has to play this game. But that went into a long discussion on COVID, and we don't need to get into that, nor do I care what Elon Musk thinks about COVID. But he also talked about an entire brain interface. See, that's an extension of the technology we're going to be learning about in this episode and the next episode, which is the Neuralink brain chip. Elon actually believes we go from, and think of the brain chip, we're going to get into it, but so you have an understanding. It's a like an iWatch size piece of technology, and you'll hear Elon in his own words. Uh, I want you to hear it first from him, but basically he talks about cutting a hole in your skull and then putting this iWatch inside that's connected to Bluetooth and it plugs into your brain. And uh, eventually the whole top of your head will be cut off and you'll have a huge metal plate with all these wires that go down into your brain and then you'll be able to connect up to the AI hive mind neocortex of which is Ray Kurzweil's wet dream. And he's a really cool guy. But let me explain the architecture and what this fourth industrial revolution, this fourth industrial era this false industrial revolution looks like. What these guys have in mind, as you saw through Ray Kurzweil, is that at first they're focused on biohacking our biological natural body. 
so that they can get two, three, four, ten years of additional life out of our biological body. To get them to this point where they can biohack our biological body and really fight back on disease and aging, and that brings them up to this period five, ten years from there where they will be able to put nanobots, which are tiny robots, inside of our bodies through our bloodstream that will repair all our cells, stop disease, and end aging. Now, they've been talking about this for a number of years. So, right now, we don't really know what stage they are at. Kurzweil projected sort of the nanobots and the singularity where AI becomes more powerful than the human and renders the human obsolete. Kurzweil projected that for around the year 2045, but there were going to be major advancements in this technology and at least get them part of the way there by 2030. Along with that, you have the UN's Agenda 2030, you have the World Economics Forum plans with a lot of goals and deadlines by 2030. We don't even know. I'm just being honest and I'm not ridiculing or criticizing anyone who I think was drawn in to the fear of death or the fear of bringing death upon others during the COVID land uh, era and people that ran out and got the boosters and got the jabs first. I, I just, if these guys were going to do anything, I feel like they are intelligent enough, smart enough, conniving enough that they would not have missed an opportunity when 50, 60, 80% of the world's population lined up to get the jab that if they were going to put any kind of nanobots in people's bloodstream that it wouldn't have been done then. Remember, the pharmacist, your doctor, people at the VA, Veterans Administration Clinics, they don't look at the vaccine when it comes in a vial under a microscope. They don't do that. They just plunge in the syringe, take out the juice, and put it in. So I'm not criticizing anyone. Uh, I know some people really believe that they were going to save themselves or be able to protect others. Some people had to do it because of work, and if they lost their paycheck, their family could end up homeless. And I get that, and I sympathize with you. I do have compassion. I, I actually I am afraid that these technocratic oligarchs may have done something like that. I hope I am wrong. I really, really do. Or if it was a test run and they are going to try to do something like that later down the road, uh, that people don't fall for it the next time around. But what they're doing is they are getting to this point, these oligarchs, these technocrats are going to get to the point where they put nanobots inside their bloodstream and then these nanobots are supposedly going to repair all the cells and stop aging. At the same time, they've been using all of our interaction, all the human interaction with technology from in your personal life to in your home to in the workspace, you know, through your iPhone, through your Android phone, through Amazon Ring cameras, through Google Nest cameras, through Alexa, through the Google Home devices, through Siri, through our smartwatches, through traffic cameras, through all of the smart appliances in people's homes. They've been using all the data they're collecting to build their super AI hive mind, which will be like this, just just think of it almost like Jarvis in Marvel um, in Iron Man. 
a super intelligent artificial intelligence, which they claim they are going to beam back into your head and it will be a third layer of your brain above the neocortex, which will allow you to expand the neocortex because you will have access to all of the knowledge in the world. And we're gonna, we're gonna get into this through must words through his interviews with Joe Rogan and let him explain it. So essentially there's this AI hive mind neocortex that's a third layer over your brain that allows you to access all this knowledge. And that is actually going to be done through devices like Elon Musk Neuralink, and there's a couple of companies working on this right now, that goes into your brain and allows you to tap up into this artificial intelligence neocortex, right, and gain all the knowledge, and then your body will be constantly being protected from disease and protected from aging from the nanorobots inside your body that will be repairing your cells until the point in which they believe, and they say this, Kurzweil has said this, that there will be these non-biological nanobot forms that just come together, very similar to one of the Iron Man suits, where these nanobots come together and form these non-biological bodies in which then they get to the point where they can take their brain, their thoughts, their mind, upload it, they call it their consciousness, to this AI hive mind of which then you can download your mind into any of these biological or non-biological nanorobot formed bodies. So you're basically mind jumping and then they reach immortality. So <laughs> I know, I know it sounds crazy. It sounds crazy, but trust me, I'm not the one sitting over here smoking pot doing psychedelics, drinking a bunch of booze, or running around uh, doing ayahuasca or DMT like Rogan and his guests. No, I'm actually straight. I'm sober. This stuff sounds nuts, but the companies exist. The investment capitals behind it, as you're going to see. The intelligence communities are behind it, as I'm going to show you. This is very real very real. They have these technocratic oligarchs like Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, Peter Thiel, out there running these companies on behalf of the government with government money developing this Frankenstein technology so they can reach immortality. And if you believe that they're going to put nanorobots in your body and a brain chip in your head and connect you to the AI hive mind neocortex so that you can live forever and be the smartest man on earth, you're crazy. So my theory is that either one, they are building this technology for themselves or two, they're building this technology but it, and it is for us, but it's for a different purpose than what they're saying. So maybe they're getting version 20, which is this turns them into a walking, talking, robot, AI, hive mind, superhuman. Uh, and we're getting something that turns us into an eternal slave. And we're going to get into this technology in future episodes, which is where they're turning humans into batteries and to DNA storage hard drives. So we may serve a purpose to them after all. Let's take a quick break, and when we get back, we are going to start analyzing Elon Musk in his own words. I am Dustin Gold, and this is the Dustin Gold Standard. 
You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold.